Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so excited today to be here to be recapping week number four, uh, which means we've basically had a month of, almost a month of, of Hallmark Christmas movies. Can you believe it? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Cammie's here. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Yes. Uh, yeah, we've had almost a month, which is just crazy uh with this podcast airs it'll be uh just it'll be uh, just short five days of a month of christmas uh programming for hallmark <laughs> pretty nutty i yeah. still refuse to watch them before halloween oh, really? I, i'm a hallmarky through and through but i will not watch them on halloween or yeah. before halloween <laughs> yeah so you were out they had two i think they had two before uh, well they had one on halloween day and then one before it. So I yeah. got caught up. Yeah. <laughs> and it was three, by the was way. It three? Was it three? Was it three? Oh my gosh. Crazy. Yeah, there were three, but there were well, there were two before Halloween and then one on Halloween. But mm -hmm. I just said, I can't do it. I can't watch a Christmas movie on Halloween night. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty weird. Yeah, I I what did I do? I I think I did end up actually watching it just because I was already getting behind. <laughs> Uh, but I have watched now over 40 Christmas movies, new 2019 already, which is Whoa. crazy because of the, the non-Hallmark and everything like that. I and, thought I was on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, I think that because last year I felt like Lifetime really stepped it up and was really good was i didn't i didn't see a whole lot of lifetime last yeah. year i saw christmas pen pals with so, niall mater yeah and i really so liked good. that one but yeah i have to admit i'm not a huge lifetime fan mm -hmm. i usually like their christmas movies but i just didn't do it last yeah. year uh, and you know, I've, I've got Charlie Brown Christmas playing on repeat a lot in my house with my, <laughs> with choice. my kid with my kids, you know, so, uh, but yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't see a whole lot of lifetime. I just saw that one, but this year I've seen, uh, several up, up TV Christmas mm -hmm. movies. And so far I'm loving them. Yeah. And, they have been uh, crushing it up. TV. Yeah. And yeah. I've got, I've got a couple lifetime ones recorded that I need to, that I need to yeah. watch, but Hallmark, I'm all caught up. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> very good. But yeah, I, so last year, cause Christmas Pen Pals was, was one of my favorite of the whole season. Oh, uh, I absolutely, I thought that movie was so well-written and just well, such a clever. it got Niall in it. Well, yeah, he, he was never more charming in my opinion. He was great in that movie. And I just thought the whole concept of, ever, of this whole town writing each other letters was just such oh, a charming so. concept. I oh, really sweet. liked uh, Sarah Drew, who I'd never, because I, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy, I'd never seen her before, and she was the best. Yeah, I'm really looking, forward, really looking forward to her new movie coming up. Uh, and so I know, I just, they did a really good job last year. Uh, of course, everyone knows I love Christmas Perfection. They had a bunch of other ones that I liked. And, but then this year, I think that Hallmark has has done much better than Lifetime, and oh, I don't know okay. why. Uh, they the what exactly has happened, but I don't know. I just feel like there's been very few misses for me so far. I re I really didn't like the Merry Christmas match. That was a miss for me. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I was uh, I I was I was probably. 
60 40 or 70 30 uh -huh. on that one but the but the larger percentage was a miss yeah there were parts that i really liked and i really thought were great but yeah, yeah it was not my fave uh but then uh and then i did not like the christmas uh in july entry the christmas camp that was not good in my opinion but yeah i didn't care for that one yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about one that i didn't like today but just to just to preface every other one i've liked to one degree or another well there you go so <laughs> anyway we're talking about this weekend's uh the extended weekend starting on thursday of course now we're going to be getting them all in in one weekend which is a little bit of a bummer but uh, as a podcaster <laughs> it's not quite as nice for us but um Anyway, we were talking about the four movies from this extended weekend uh, that aired. And of course, we look forward to hearing all of the listener feedback and uh, let us know what you think. And well, uh, Grace ooh. for impact. Yeah. <laughs> One way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> so the first movie that aired on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries it stars uh, Tamara Mowry Housley, uh, Brooks Darnell, Barry Boswick, and it is a Christmas miracle. And that's uh, ever optimistic single mom Emma Sanderson is looking for a Christmas miracle to write about for the lifestyle magazine in which she has landed a temporary job. While following her lead on the story, Emma discovers unexpected romance with a supportive colleague and takes it upon herself to bring about a Christmas miracle for a lonely street musician. So, Cammie, what was your overall thoughts on this one? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extended sigh. Um, that's that's um, her overall thoughts. <laughs> We're we're only doing audio, but if you guys could see my face right now, I'm I'm I, I have a very tortured smile. It's, it's with a with you Hardies out there, you know the smile that Elizabeth would do in season one when she's dealing with Rosemary, that yeah. full frontal teeth thing. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah. So I was bored. Yeah, it was so bored. I was bored and I hate saying that because I love Tamara and I love Barry Boswick and I thought that the premise was sweet but I was bored. Yeah. So I say this outright. I took it took me 4 days to watch this. I kept falling asleep because it was so dull to me and I wasn't even that tired and I just I found this and you know, I was thinking that I do. I, I don't think it's any of the cast's problem. I think the cast was all fine. There's just, you just can't make board meeting after board meeting after board meeting interesting. I'm sorry. They're not interesting in real life when you have to go to them. They're not interesting in Hallmark movies. And, and you know, I was thinking a lot about this recent movie that, that you and I both saw with the Christmas jars. Yeah. So that it was also about a journalist. And the, the scenes in in the uh, newsroom, I guess, for lack of a better word, were yeah. absurd. <laughs> like they, oh, there gosh. was no realism oh, at right. all. And were they ever? But I would take that a million times over what we saw here because at least I felt like that movie knew that it was sort of 
ridiculous. They were doing it on purpose. Yeah, like he was like especially her boss was way over the top and he silly. He was a caricature boss. Yeah. yeah, and like her work co- colleagues were were just were kind of funny and trying to be silly and 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 sometimes it worked up better than other times, but rather than this who everything was taken very seriously there was no attempt at humor within the office i didn't feel and it was just like it felt completely absurd completely ridiculous it's not how i mean i've just done a little bit of freelancing for the desert news and this is not how this is all done and and so it was just because there was no no attempt to be funny or to just enjoy it at all it was just so dull and i I don't know i just couldn't get past the boardroom meetings it was brutal well and it 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 was just it was slow paced too not only was there board meeting after board meeting but just this discovery and, and this uh, it just it was very slow paced let me ask you something yeah did the did the chemistry click with you between the two of them uh, i mean it, it wasn't the worst no I've it seen, wasn't the worst i've seen but it wasn't certainly it didn't save it that's for sure it's funny because at the very end of the movie i almost thought that they weren't gonna have them kiss yeah. and i was <laughs> I was doing the tweet fest and I was ready. My, my fingers were ready to tweet. No kiss. Bold choice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was right. Because I did not feel the kiss coming on at all. And I honestly thought that he was not going to kiss her. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, to compare it to the Christmas jars, uh, where there was all that, uh, boardroom stuff, uh, and, and newsroom stuff, uh, there was definite chemistry between her and granted he wasn't in the newsroom himself but there was more chemistry between her and every and her colleagues than there was like just friend chemistry yeah uh, between between those and uh it it just i mean i don't think it was necessarily the actor's fault it's just the script didn't give them enough to do to be interesting people to feel connected to feel i mean there was i don't know it and and like his whenever they were together it feels like almost always her son was there which i think was sweet but it doesn't make for heat yeah (laughs) so yeah absolutely i mean i think that barry bostick was the best uh part of the movie but since uh he is in been in a lot this uh, as he was in um a movie for a lifetime i can't think of it all anymore well <laughs> while you're thinking about it postables are gonna love him because he's on sign sealed delivered as rita's dad oh that's so, right i forgot about that yeah that's why you got me <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's delightful he was also played in this little there's this little film called santa girl which you can watch on netflix we talked about it in the um netflix uh and disney plus episode we just did uh called it's called santa girl and it was all done by students like everything was all done by students of shenandoah university like the costumes the lighting that everything so it had a real and he plays santa in the movie it's about santa's daughter and it had a real decent was it like was it decent i i think so it's very 
low budget, very low budget. So you'd have to set your expectations accordingly, but there sure. was an energy to it. There was a fun to it. The story was cute. I thought, so I enjoyed it, but you know, if you're expecting Hallmark level of like slickness, it's not there. But right. Anyway, uh, it's Christmas in Louisiana. That's, that's the one The oh, written okay. by our friend, Elise Murray and uh or co-written by her and he plays her he plays the Jana Kramer's grandpa and that was actually really really cute and so he's in that and he's also in Santa Girl so I feel like I've gotten a lot of Barry Bostwick this, <laughs> this yeah. month so I'm less like I don't know it was just kind of like well this I know how he could be used right and uh, but he was the best part about the movie his plot with his daughter was was sweet enough you know, now kind of that a- is i will i will say that the ending i was in tears yeah that was a beautiful ending so yeah. i didn't care for the movie as a whole yeah but that move that ending it caught my attention and i started crying yeah so yeah it was definitely the best part about the movie yeah i sure. mean the hearing the violin and the fact that you didn't see her right away. I love that. Yeah. I went yeah. to a I went to a Josh Groban concert once and he's my favorite singer. Mm-hmm. So this was you can imagine yeah. my excitement. I was just Ooh. Yeah. And on the stage there was a backdrop with clouds. It was all clouds. Uh-huh. And so the lights go down, it's completely dark, and then the lights on the stage come up only on the backdrop. And it's got kind of sunset colors, yeah. and then it yeah. and then it gets a little brighter and brighter. And we, and at first you only hear him, you only hear him. And then about the the second or third phrase of the song, he rises up on this on this <laughs> rising platform, and there yeah. he comes up to the <laughs> microphone, and we all just went crazy. Yeah. So I mean, there is a power. In hearing something first, mm-hmm. you know, and not yeah, showing it right true. away, there there is a point. huge power, huge power in yeah. hearing something first. And so, hearing "Silent Night," the first song that he taught her on the violin as she walked up, and just that tiny little smile, that oh yeah, yeah, it, it was beautiful. It, it was that good. that ending, that ending clenched it and i just mm-hmm. went okay well yeah. done <laughs> yeah and i mean and you can do you can do the workplace comedy and you can do it well i mean i think i mean there's so many so many examples uh in uh in hallmark but i i, I don't know i just i like i think of uh i mean it had its issues but um uh with uh what was it with love with love christmas or is that it with love? Uh, Christmas with love. Christmas with love. Yeah. The, um, no, no, no. The one with, with Amelia Ullerup. Oh yeah. I think that's with love Christmas. Yeah. Like yeah. that was a good one. I thought of it, uh, barring oh, the, the t- one. The, yeah. The terrible, uh, the, the terrible ice skating scene was really bad, but, uh, outside <laughs> of that, the, uh, the whole workplace dynamic was done very well there. Also, I think, uh, the other one with Amelia Ullerup with, um, Paloha hearts of Christmas. That's another yeah. workplace one that I think was really good. Had nice. That heart. was a that was a tugging one. Oh my yeah. word! 
Yeah. You, you bring babies into it. Of course, it's going to be a winner. Yeah. <laughs> well, and did you know that, uh, that you probably did because you, yeah. It, did you know that Chris McNally's in that movie? Yes, I yeah, did. It's like a secret <laughs> sighting. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. We are so delighted to be working with Glamour Jewelry Box, which is a really great thing, especially for this time of the year when you're trying to finish off that ensemble that you have for the holiday parties, other things going on. You want that perfect accessory to go with your outfit. Uh, you get every month a necklace, a, ear, a set of earrings, and a bracelet. And they they try to be on trend, but not too weird. Kimmy, you got to see this jewelry. What did you think? I thought it was gorgeous. It was just the right touch of classy, but different. I especially loved the bracelet because it had this kind of twisted, interconnected quality. And so it... I can't, yeah. I can't wait to wear it. This is yeah. gonna, it's my first little bit of Hallmarkies merch that I'm getting as an official <laughs> podcast member. So I'm excited and it's gonna be, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's really cool. And you get uh, $5 off on your first month subscription. Go to GlamourJewelryBox.com and enter Hallmarkies at checkout and you can get your first box. So Godwink Christmas meant for love. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Of course, the stars Kathy Lee Gifford, Cindy Busby, Ben Hollingsworth. So this is a new story. And last year we got the one with Paul Campbell and uh, Kimberly Susted. And right. how did you like that one? Were you a fan? I did. I did. Um, <clears throat> I didn't care for it as much as some other ones, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I haven't had a chance to go back and watch it this year. I recorded mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I saw that it was coming on like, oh, I need to, I need to make sure I watch this one again this year. Cause I want to now seeing this one, I want to kind of give it another chance because mm -hmm. I wasn't as crazy about it as mm -hmm. I thought maybe I would be, but I wanted, I wanted to go back and give it another chance and see if I liked it better the second. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was sweet. It was one of my uh, top 10 last year, uh, mm -hmm. but I thought they had kind of a weak year last year. Like I said, I thought that Lifetime was much better. I'd say that right. they're stronger this year than last year, uh, mm -hmm. Hall the Hallmark slate, in my opinion. Well, and, I don't know. Christmas in Love was pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that no, was my just, favorite last year. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. Who are you talking to? Yeah. Here? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. I liked uh, the had some really nice moments and I thought Kathy Lee did a lot better than I ex expected her to do and so yeah so now we have the second one and it's multiple coincidences and a chance meeting bring Alice and Jack two strangers from very different family backgrounds together for a weekend wedding celebration encouraged by her family led by mom Olga Alice slowly lets go of her reservations about meeting someone new following a failed long-distance relationship Meanwhile, more and more Godwinks, meanwhile, more and more Godwinks, those coincidences that aren't really coincidences at all, bring Alice and Jack closer as each attempts to balance the newfound attraction with their complicated professional lives. So one question I have for you, Kami, mm -hmm. is do you think that since they are naming these Godwinks, of course, that's the name of the book and the whole concept and everything, do you think that they should just embrace and make them full-on faith-based films that's that's a good question <clears throat> um 
part of me would say yes, because I'm very faith-based myself. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I actually thought about this. The On the other hand, I think that it's nice for there to be a place for God in everybody's life, uh-huh. even if you're not ultra, even if you're not ultra religious, um, there's a place, there's a place for God in everybody's life. And God has a hand in your life, even though, even if the relationship that you have with him is just on a personal level and not on a religious level. So yeah. part, part of me, part of me says, yes, I'd like it to be faith-based, but on the other hand, I also think that it's kind of nice to just make it seem that God is universal mm-hmm. and you don't have to be ultra religious to have his hand in your life. Yeah. I mean, I see, I think that's a good point. I, I just feel like by naming it God winks, you're already kind of ostracizing the people that aren't interested in faith-based films. So why not? There's so little that comes out at Christmas time that is actually faith-based and that's weird and ironic i guess but why not if you're gonna name it god winks why not go all the way and you don't have to i mean you could there's just like little tweaks i think they could do to both of these to just add a prayer here add a little to make it like an outright faith-based film and and i don't know i just feel like this sort of havesy doing it is a little a little weird because i don't think it's winning over people that aren't religious that like these movies which we need to have many friends who do i don't think they're going to be won over to this film uh but then you're and you're not quite providing sort of the the unique experience to people that are religious that would love to have a faith-based film uh, so i don't know i it's just something i was thinking about but uh i i actually really enjoyed this i i liked it a lot more than i was expecting and i I don't know because I liked the one last year, so I don't know why I had low expectations. But I, I just I thought that it was really sweet, and uh, and felt authentic to me, and didn't feel really that manipulative. I felt everything seemed fairly likely, fairly realistic to me. Yeah, and I don't know. I just I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. The the one thing that I had trouble with was Barclay Hope passing off as a Middle Eastern man. <laughs> it's like, mm. wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, bud, you don't li- look the least bit Middle Eastern. <laughs> yeah, that's def- that's definitely fair. <laughs> I didn't but, think of that, but you're right. <laughs> I still think he played the part marvelously. I just didn't buy that he was Middle Eastern. It's like, no, what? What? Nabi? What? what's his name? Where is that? You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. where is that from? Um, there, <clears throat> for me, there was a scene or two that were a little stiff. Uh, for instance, when Alice is standing in front of the space that's being leased mm-hmm. and, uh, talking with her friend about whether or not she's going to lease it. I thought that was a little I thought that was a little stiff, but that's basically my only complaint. One thing mm-hmm. that I thought Cindy did really well was that dizzy spell mm-hmm. when she was with Nabi. 
I, I thought, I thought that was a really spot on overcoming of, of a dizzy spell. And she made it look very authentic, very natural. And the funny thing is, I really connected with this character personally because last Christmas I got sick mm-hmm. and I was the one who was telling my husband, no, I'll get checked out after Christmas. I, I was having some very severe abdominal pain mm. and I said, no, I'll get checked out after Christmas. And he said, you're going. And he took me to a clinic and they sent me to the ER and it turned out I had a hernia and it was almost strangulated. And if I hadn't had surgery, I may have died. So, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So Maybe it, you can be, submit your story as a God wink. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but just okay. this week I had an incident where I had thought to, to, to call someone to help someone. And I, I kind of felt like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should do that or not. And it was just when they obviously not, I had no idea, but it was just when they needed, uh, needed that. And, uh, you know, I think we all have those moments and you can attribute them to God if you want. I certainly do. Uh, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, and other people feel like it's kismet or, or, uh, just nice things that happen and that's fine too. Uh, and, uh, but I think all of us have those instances where, uh, whatever, we believe in brings us together just the right moment to help somebody. And, uh, and I, I really liked the whole, I thought that Ben and, and Cindy were really great together. I like just even little scenes, like when they were driving, uh, were really yeah. charming and they did a good job and that could have been really boring. I mean, <laughs> we've talked about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know, the whole, scenes at the at the wedding and and even just outside their their little hotel rooms that sort of little banter and that little was nice and i i thought the ending was really nice you know with him with it was like love actually with those cards you know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that was that was great and then it tur- and then it turns out that it's nabi because he comes in the door <laughs> yeah yeah that was really good and i liked the the whole i thought the whole thing worked with her is that her cousin who really actually wanted to run the store? Was that her sister? Or it, it was her was it? cousin's cousin, wife. Yeah. Cousin's wife. It was her cousin's wife. Right. Okay. So speaking of speaking of the cousin and his wife, when they're doing the caroling and they stop off at his house and he's talking yeah. to her, yeah. Do you think the family humming in the background was a little over the top? <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Fair. Okay. It's not yeah. just me. <laughs> I was like, okay. That, that's a little yeah. much the, no, the humming. I, I agree. But, That's true. But I thought I thought the best scene, if we're not getting into the romantic, I thought the best scene between the two of them, between uh-huh. the cousin and his wife, was when they're on the phone and uh and he says, Hey, Mario's sick. Can you go get him? And she walks away and just lays into him into yeah. the phone. And you know, and it's funny because I even wrote in my notes simple no would have been fine (laughs) no I can't go get him (laughs) yeah well and then she said you're gonna have to take over this time which I think is actually really true to I mean I'm not married what do I know but I think that that that's probably actually pretty true to to marriage you know that sometimes you have to say sorry you're on deck 
had to uh i've had to play tag team with my husband a lot uh for instance with doing the podcast yeah. i say okay i'm gone for an hour your turn yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. this okay good bye <laughs> <laughs> which i really admire i think that's amazing that's that's a strong marriage to me i really admire it's, that and it's so, good it's good yeah. and it's it's really good that the that the child rearing and the child yeah. caring is not laid on one parent all the right. time right and so you know it's it's good for kids to get yeah. to know both parents on that kind of level well and he was so. really respectful of her dreams and her desires to mm. you know to run the store and i never felt any real resistance on that level which was nice and no i think he was just clueless yeah <laughs> Uh, but I yeah, think he was just a little clueless. <laughs> uh, but I, I also, I did think Cindy was really good at portraying the, 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 sh the shakes or the, I don't know what the proper term is for multiple tremor. sclerosis. Tremor. tremor. Okay. Mm -hmm. The tremor. I thought she did a really good job with that. And, uh, and I don't know, I, I, I could see why, cause sometimes when, when our, our, uh, our leads are, are, are uh, usually there's some kind of lie, like, how could you lie to me about, you know, and then they're separated for a time, which I hate that. And it's, it can feel so artificial, like just have a five minute mm -hmm. conversation and it'll all be fine. Right. Uh, and, but in this case, like, I totally could understand why she would just kind of feel like this relationship is just starting. Why would you want to start a relationship with somebody? Obviously it's a wrong thought, but I can see why she would think that of, why would you want to start a relationship with somebody who's, who's sick? Who's sick? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it made sense. And I mean, I, I still don't buy Catholicly Gifford as, as someone named Olga. <laughs> I'll never, never buy that. But I thought she did a good job again. I, yeah. I, she, she's, I mean, for someone who's like a host, I think she's, yeah. she's pretty decent. <laughs> Speaking of names, what was Ben's name? <laughs> Jack? Jack! Yeah, Jack. It <laughs> seems to be Hallmark's favorite name. There's a Jack in every movie almost. It's so funny. That is funny. It's so funny because I see, I hear the name Jack. I'm like, oh, there it is again. Jack, yeah. there it is again. You know? Right. I, I think someone's husband has got to be named Jack because <laughs> is it well, Michelle Vickery's? <laughs> yeah, maybe i don't know uh but i do have to say the poster for this movie was absolutely atrocious it looked like kathy lee gifford was like an angel like oh up there in the corner yeah <laughs> it looks so bad uh, so bad but uh but i i did really enjoy it and i i did give you it... love the fact that it was based on a true story yeah it was it, was... it does make it better there's no doubt it totally makes it better uh, go ahead. I interrupted. No, you. I mean, and just seeing the picture at the end and, uh, it, it just, it, it makes everything feel more authentic. The yeah. fact that it's based on a true story for sure. I thought, um, I thought the banter, I thought the banter was so clever and quick. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, really quick how, and that was something that I thought was very natural. I loved the feeling of the family i thought that they had a really great rapport it did not feel artificial at all and yeah um one one of the things that i really loved was uh 
the stepfather played by Tom Butler. I, I've loved him since the 90s. I saw him in an early, early Hallmark film called Ronnie and Julie. Hallmark did this whole thing huh. where they took famous stories and uh, made them into modern teenage uh, films. So uh -huh. they took Romeo and Juliet and they did Ronnie oh, and Julie. I haven't even heard of that. And they took Robin Hood and they did Robin of Loxley and uh -huh. they took um, Annie Oakley and turned it to Annie O. Uh -huh. And so it was, it was a great series that they did, but Tom Butler played Julie's dad in Ronnie and Julie and huh. he did it so well and I've loved I've loved him ever since he uh that movie was my introduction to Garwin Sanford as well interesting uh, but so every time I see Tom Butler now I just think oh there he is there's Tom <laughs> but when um but when Alice and mom are talking about her setting Alice up and Olga says what kind of mother would do that and and Edgar, Tom Butler's character, just walks past and says, you, every three or four months? <laughs> yeah. well, so I'm right on schedule. You know, it's, yeah. It was just fun. Yeah. You know, it was, it was fun. Cute. It was quick. It was natural. And I just thought, yeah. And I, I love Ben. I love yeah. Ben. Every character that he has ever played, I have just adored. Mm adored yeah so i thought once again he did amazingly and he really uses that amazing and natural charm to just make all of us fall in love with all of his characters if yeah. he had just been clean shaven i would have fallen completely in love with him <laughs> yeah I, I i just don't like scruff that's just me yeah I, I'm going to say I'm not a huge fan. I'm definitely team clean, clean shaven as well. Uh, but I give this four crowns. I really liked it. I thought it was very yeah. sweet. Uh, so what would you give it? Oh, I, I'd probably give it four as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to give it four. Well, let us know in the comment section what you think about this whole discussion we had about should they just make them all out faith-based films or do you like this sort of balance that they have created i'm curious to know people's thoughts on that because i i haven't decided i just think it's an inter interesting discussion to have so all right well let's talk about christmas under the stars this right. is our reteaming of jesse metcalf and autumn reeser from Country Wedding, but uh, Christmas Under the Stars, this is on Hallmark uh, movie channel, regular Hallmark channel, and it also starred Clark Peters, and it's when Nick, a career-focused investment banker, is fired from his high-powered firm at Christmas time, he takes a job at a Christmas tree lot owned by warm -hearted, a warm-hearted widower. There he meets Julie, an astronomy, astronomy teacher who's always looked to the stars for hope. As the Christmas spirit washes over him and he begins to begins falling for Julie, the once self-centered Nick discovers the joy of helping others. When he learns that Julie and the tree lot owner are facing hard times, Nick strives to end their troubles in time for them all to share a Christmas under the stars. So, uh, uh, what was your overall thoughts about this one? My overall was that there it was a sweet enough story and it was 
nice and it was good and there were lots of parts that were well done but it, it just didn't have that oomph mm-hmm. you know there there was just there was something missing there was mm-hmm. something missing under the surface there and I, I don't know exactly what it was but the the chemistry between autumn and jesse was so strong in a country wedding mm-hmm. that it seemed just a it seemed a little held back mm-hmm. in this one i and thought I, I thought that i i thought he was great with the kid mm-hmm. i thought that um clark peters was very endearing and sweet and charming it just i don't know there was just some kind of oomph between the two of them that was missing mm-hmm. so do you like my technical term yeah, there yeah i oomph. do <laughs> <laughs> and i know it seems like most people seem to agree with you and oh good <laughs> just from or at least most of my friends seem to agree with you uh and that's cool i agree. i think that's fine i can understand but I actually really loved this one. I thought it was, it was great. I, I, I didn't have any problem with chemistry. And I mean, I have been very critical of, of Jesse Metcalf's role on uh, Chesapeake Shores. I know not, <laughs> yeah, not a fan. So I'm by no means some like Metcalf head or something, but, uh, but I don't know. I just, I, I felt it between them for me. And I really, I, he's kind of the lead in this movie, which is unusual. He is. I would say even like if I was going to say, who's the number one in the call sheet, I think he is in this case, which is a little bit interesting and kind of an interesting take on the bad man of business, you know, cause uh, he, yeah. and then maybe that's something they could have done a little bit better because I don't know if I completely bought that he would take this job in the first place, but you know, as this, he had just been fired. If he, maybe he should have been a little more sort of little more desperate. They they could have done a little bit better with that. But I really thought, I felt the friendship between him and Clem was really nice and really sweet. And I, I did like the chemistry between him and Autumn's character. I, I do think that it was ridiculous of her character to get upset with him. Oh my God. About- oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like that didn't make any sense. Like just because, that- just because other people in his vague field of finance, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like getting mad at somebody because a, a totally different branch of financing denied your, uh, denied your mortgage or something. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's I so think ridiculous. that's one of the thing. I think that's one of the things that ruined it for me. Yeah, I, I, can I, yeah. I because I just thought, are you kidding me? You're mad at him because he at one point invested money for a company that is now cheating you. What? Yeah, you know, and he didn't. And he didn't even say, well, you know, when she was talking about the problem, all he said was, how can I help? He didn't say, well, they're right because they did this and this. And well, yeah, you shouldn't be complaining because this and this. He didn't say any of that. He said, how can I help? And then 
she finds out this tiny little thread-like connection. Well, and it wasn't even a con- it was just it it was just his vague field, you know. Yeah. Like, it, well, that's no, such I a- mean, he did he did accounts for the company, but he just made deals. Yeah, he made deals and invested some money for them. He had no idea yeah. what their business dealings were. So you have this thread-like connection between yeah. Nick and yeah. the company I mean, and it, she's and she completely blows up at him I said are you joking me yeah I mean that's Please. totally fair like it, it's kind of to be similar to since she's a teacher be kind of similar to I had a bad experience with the superintendent and you work for that school system therefore you're the worst like what yeah that doesn't make any sense and or if or I had a terrible seventh grade teacher so that automatically makes you horrible right yeah exactly so it's just yeah I did think it was really funny that Clem kept sending him Christmas trees like like how many Christmas trees? Ends <laughs> up, up with four. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. He found all those. There's. I think he ended up at least decorating them to some. Each one to some. To four. Some he, yeah, yeah, he decorated all four. I will say this: the second time around, I liked it better because I watched it twice, uh-huh. and I did discover a lot of things that I had missed the first time. So there, there were things about it that I liked after watching it through the second time that I had missed the first time. Uh, I will say that uh, When Calls the Heart fans should really love this movie because number one, we had Murphy. We mm-hmm. had uh, the the guy who was in love with Katie Yost, which I'm so sad that his character oh, left. That's his dad, thought, right? Plays his dad. Uh, no, the, the... Uh, Murphy, Murphy was his friend who got the junior partnership. Oh, right. That guy. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's that. So that's Murphy from when calls the heart. And I just thought he was only in two scenes, but I thought he did great. Uh-huh. I thought he did his scenes really well. And then Kringles. Yeah. <laughs> Annie Hardy loved Christmas in love with Daniel Lissing, which was my favorite last year. And so Kringles, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I I don't know. I I liked the fact that it was almost as much about the relationship between Clem and uh, and Jesse's character as it was between the romance. Maybe that's I don't know. And I I liked the fact that uh, that I don't know I, I loved Clem so much, and I loved them and they i felt like they both kind of helped each other equally like it was the real christmas yeah. spirit between it really was between them and yeah, it, it really was <laughs> clem's face when he's talking about when they eloped to nick and oh, nick yeah. says why didn't you just sleep in the car <laughs> why didn't you just sleep in the car and clem's <laughs> face just okay and then he says if i have to explain that to you you haven't a romantic bone in your body (laughs) oh my word yeah that was so funny i was dying laughing (laughs) and that was one thing despite the fact that i just think it needed a little extra shove Uh in a couple of departments the wit was there and there were some very cute moments the whole conversation about the being demoted 
to marshmallows when yeah, Nick when good. Nick first first meets Julie and Matt. Like, wait, I thought I was in charge of hot chocolate. Well, you've been demoted to marshmallows. <laughs> well, then I quit. You know, it's, just, it's fun. Uh, a you know, point. it's fun. Yeah. It's natural. It's back and forth. It's what you do when there's a kid around. You know, yeah. it's and I just. You know, being well, four, four kids, I appreciate yeah. that. Them surprising you know? <laughs> Clem with the with the you know with keeping the the uh, the lot open was really sweet and and decorating and, his house. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. And so yeah, I I really I did I did really enjoy it. And uh, so I I give this one uh, three point seven five uh crowns i'm gonna go 3.5 and we should also mention her being a single mom not even a divorced oh, mom but just a single gosh. mom who who fostered to adopt that's very unusual and so that was kind of refreshing as well i loved that yeah i mean i'm i i loved that she adopted somebody that was not a member of her family mm -hmm. uh, because in uh picture a perfect christmas right john core's character had adopted yeah. the child but it was his nephew and i'm just noticing i don't know what hallmark is doing but all of a sudden we've got adoption stories yeah. everywhere you know it's We'd like to take a second to talk about our second sponsor of this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Skylight Frame, and it's a really cool thing that they do. You, we've seen lots of digital frames before, but this is a unique one where you can uh, actually have people email you photos directly to the frame so you could be sitting there uh you know watching your 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 pictures go by and boom surprise picture from somebody in your family which i think is such a fun new idea and you don't even need any kind of usb port or anything like that to add photos it's it's uh, can be done all digitally from your phone from from the other from your computer all that stuff which is really cool and you think of how many pictures that we take on our you know instagram and uh, everything and those can just be uploaded immediately to the frame i think it looks really nice a 10 inch touch screen it has a black frame white mat it just will go with anything in your house and it'll just be really novel and sweet so if you're looking for a great gift for somebody in your family this is something that they i think will really enjoy and right now you can get $10 off uh, your purchase of a Skylight Frame. You go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. And uh, so $10 off, that's Skylight Frames, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com and enter code Hallmark, not Hallmarkies. Did you say what your score was? I think 3.5. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. last we'll talk about right before Christmas. And so this one... It was written by Neil and Tippi Dabrowski, who are two of great Hallmark writers. And, yeah, and so the and it has a ton of talent in it. You've got Tori DeVito, Chad Michael Murray, Grant Shaw, Lolita Dobovich, and Drew Seeley. And 
Uh, the movie centers around a recently single Jessica who sends Christmas cards to people who have impacted her life. The aunt who raised her, her younger brother in the military, uh, so Madison Smith's also in this. I was about to say, don't forget Madison Smith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a pop star who was part of the soundtrack of her life, the music teacher who inspired her, and the best friend who always tells the truth. And so what was your overall, this was definitely something a little bit different, I think, from Hallmark what was your overall thoughts on it? This was my favorite one of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, also Jeff uh, uh, Gustafson from mm-hmm. Sign Seal Delivered. He was, he played Drew Seeley's brother. And I thought the dynamic between the two of them was adorable. I thought that they did a really good job. So yeah, this was, this one was my favorite one of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I thought it was incredible what they did with it. And they, gave so many nods to so many causes you got the orphans which once again is the whole adoption thing and then we find out that chad's character was adopted by his mother and we've got we've got the military which is so important to recognize and acknowledge how important they are in our lives and then You've got the written word, which can mean so much in this mm-hmm. day of tweets and whatever. It's, uh, <laughs> I know that's terrible for a podcaster to say, but. Yeah, tread lightly there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But the, I'm you, just kidding. You gotta admit, you gotta admit the written word is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. And so I just, yeah, I really, really liked this one uh it was yeah. like you said it was different yeah you know I, it was it was different it wasn't your typical it wasn't your typical love story yeah so. i also agree yeah i I, the, I mean i have little nitpicks here and there i i i thought that uh chad michael murray's character was a little clingy and kind of weird at first i was like <laughs> Uh, this is a little hallmark horror for me at first like i don't know and she's even like i've got my pepper spray you know kind of a thing and i'm like i don't know he was just a little lingering i think at certain points <laughs> like uh and and then i also felt like the drew seeley plot it i don't know it to me it felt a little bit like the whole like brother thing felt really awkward to me and i I I don't know. I still like the movie a lot, but those would be my two. To me, there was just something that was a little awkward to me about that storyline. And I do think that it's just because you're dealing with a TV movie and uh, and you don't have the time that you have in something like Love Actually, uh, some parts felt a little rushed. But so those would be my little nitpicks, but overall, I thought it was really romantic and really sweet. And I, the main plot line with Tori and uh, Chad Michael Murray was very a lot of swoonworthy moments, and <laughs> it was really nice. And I also really liked the whole plot with her aunt and that dog. That was really sweet. I really enjoyed that. Uh, what my yeah. my nitpick, if we're going to do nitpicks what christmas guru dates a bah humbug (laughs) yeah it's it's funny it's funny because that uh that guy who played her ex-boyfriend 
they uh he was sir lionel who ends up marrying elizabeth's older sister viola uh viola sorry uh-huh. on one calls the heart and i just thought it was funny he's playing the same stuffed shirt you know <laughs> I mean, yeah he, he was a he was a stuffed shirt and one calls the heart and now he's another stuffed shirt <laughs> yeah i didn't but really seriously, understand what what christmas guru would date somebody who hates christmas well really? they said they'd they'd only been dating for three months i know so they had never experienced still, christmas together I, so okay, okay that's part that's, of it that's fair that's but fair the thing is is that i didn't understand why they kept bringing up that he's an optometrist don't really understand why that's funny because he's just got a job like i i don't really get why that was because it wasn't like the character was like oh yeah i'm an optometrist i'm a doctor or whatever he literally corrected every single time anybody said anything like that so i don't i thought that was sort of a weird joke (laughs) i didn't really get it why that was repeated multiple times throughout the movie oh he's not a doctor what it was weird to me yeah it it was a little weird i think it was just I think it was just kind of yeah, poking it at him, you know, because mm-hmm. he was being a jerk. Like, and you know, the waiter called him doctor, and so yeah. he's not a doctor; he's an optometrist. Yeah, optometrist. You know, she was mad. <laughs> um, I I will say I will say this: I was watching this movie, and I called two lines mm-hmm. verbatim. It was, and it, so it was just a fun little moment for me. Um, so when when Carter, uh, Madison's character, is trying desperately to flirt mm-hmm. with uh, with the other private, and then she walks away. I I was doing my workout actually while I, while I was watching it, and I went smooth. Yeah. And then his friend comes <laughs> up and goes smooth. And I went, oh yeah. <laughs> and then when <laughs> excuse me, when Chad's character is. Uh, is taking photos of that proposal and then she said uh, the bride is talking about how you're going to have a blind date with my bridesmaid and he goes what what and, and i said what just happened and he said that he said what just happened like yes i called it <laughs> so yeah. that was that was funny i loved that one other thing one other thing that i really appreciated so i don't know how familiar you are with theater terms uh-huh. but there's a blocking term called a counter cross uh-huh. where uh where the actors basically switch places and they uh-huh. try to make it look natural and in several shows and movies lately i've noticed some really awkward counter crosses that says oh the director told me to move so i'm moving like ah uh-huh. and it really bothers me as as an actor but this but in here it was when it was when tori's character and the ex-boyfriend are talking when he comes in to the music shop to try to get another chance with uh-huh. her and they and you know, she picks something up to go put it on the shelf and he kind of walks around her trying to think of how best to start the conversation. And I just went, oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was a very <laughs> fluid movement. Yeah. 
So yeah, so, I appreciated that. So, yeah, I mean, of the multiple storylines, I I did. I really liked Carter and Angie. I think was the name of the private. But they made Madison so, yeah. Madison Smith in, in the private. I thought was very sweet and very well done. And also, kind of, I felt like the 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 very honest about like their insecurities about uh about so many different things like they felt like very honest honest characters and then i yeah. also really liked like i said her aunt and the grant shaw and and uh character and the dog and everything that was really yeah. cute i thought that really worked i really liked tori and chad in their their role like it's, it's at first it started kind of weird for me but but I totally bought it. I loved the fake kissing scene. That was great. An I really, hour nine minutes in. Yeah, the first kiss was an hour and nine minutes in. I took note. Yeah, and I liked uh, her her BFF at the store. I thought that that was yeah. fun. That was a nice BFF character. And the only thing that I like said I didn't really. I felt I didn't like the boy band plot. I that to me was awkward and just. I didn't care for it. Um, but other than that, I, I, think it, I think it worked for me. And um, so I really enjoyed it. Uh, I give it four crowns. I'm going to give it 4.6. Mm, maybe, maybe even 4.7. There, there was very little that was wrong with it. One thing I have to say, when Carter is using German, to try to flirt with Angie. <laughs> my, my, my friends in college and I, uh, my sophomore year, one of my friends uh, was an exchange student in Germany. So she spoke German. Uh -huh. And then another one of my friends uh, spoke French really well. And we had this joke that if my friend who spoke German said the most loving thing possible to, in German, that it would still sound like she was shouting at them. But if the guy said the mo the ugliest, most hateful thing to somebody in French, it would still sound like he was asking her out. So when, so when he was trying to flirt with German, it just made me laugh because yeah. because flirting when flirting with German, it's not exactly a romantic language, so it's not gonna work. <laughs> but the oranges, the oranges that he made into a snowman, very smooth move. Very smooth. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, good. So we did ask our Twitter handle. Make sure you're following us at Homeworkies Pod on Twitter. We asked people to vote which of the four that they preferred. And they said, actually, Christmas Under the Stars, 44%. So commanding oh. victory right before Christmas at 29 and God Winks at 21. So... Uh, so there you go. We have some some comments because I asked them to explain why. And we have Hotline to Hallmark. She says, right before Christmas is the one I liked most, though each movie was good. I liked the idea of the five cards. The different stories were interesting. The whole cast was strong, though Chad and Tori didn't have many scenes together. Their chemistry was great. I mean, and, and that's sort of a downside of this type of storytelling is that you aren't going to have, that's why I said I felt it was a little bit rushed because that, but that's, you don't have a full length feature film to tell all right. these different storylines. So that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, so then we have 
Uh, you can't go wrong when he quotes well, it's a wonderful life to her though oh, yeah you know that was I mean? cool that, I that's about that. that's right. gonna that's gonna clear up all of the chemistry problems <laughs> right there baby right <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I, I wasn't a huge fan of the whole uh she thinks he's dating that other woman that he's taking the photos for i'm like come on he's a photographer he was clearly you know i don't know uh, at least there was a misunderstanding with both of them yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's that was true. The, I was like if there's going to be a misunderstanding, at least there was a misunderstanding yeah. with both of them. So don't it was believe fair. long distance <laughs> hugs. When you see a hug from a distance, it's always a goodbye hug. Always. <laughs> it's always in these movies. Uh, nope, but, for life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Heather Barker, she says, God Winks was incredible. The preview didn't do it justice, which I do agree there. I yeah, watched I the agree. first 25 minutes of the other and landed on this one. I felt like, falling in love again so that is something interesting that we had on sunday because people could basically choose unless you're covering it for a podcast you could choose which one you wanted to watch because <laughs> they're on the same day now but uh michelle benson says i thought right before christmas god winks too and christmas under the stars were all strong christmas under the stars was my favorite it was really heartfelt and i loved clem also extra points for having julie be the one to ask nick out so that's an interesting point uh, yes we didn't cover yeah, that i yeah. thought that scene was done very well because yeah. you could see her nervousness but yeah. her determination to get it out yeah that was good lauren eagle says right before christmas was my favorite because chad michael murray is a total charmer the chemistry was great and i loved interconnected romances godwink was second it was really heartfelt and i enjoyed the storyline more than the first godwink movie and a couple jess our friend jess uh she says I liked the different stories of Wright, but it jumped so much I never connected with the characters. Loved the cards aspect. Godwinks was my winner. Great chemistry. I felt genuinely moved. Started a little slow, but I was totally invested by the end. Plus, based on plus it's based on a real couple. Some different thoughts going on there. So let us know what you think of all the different things we talked about. We always appreciate your feedback in the comment section or on Twitter. We love hearing that. So Cami, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cami Drama Girl. <clears throat> Cami spelled K-A-M-I. On Facebook, I have my Hooked Hardy Facebook page and my blog is hookedhardy.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod and the Homeworkies Podcast, all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel and consider becoming a patron. Today was the, was thank your patrons day. And so we want to make sure to shout out that we are so grateful for every single one of our patrons. They help us do what we're able to do. So if you have, we uh, love you. Yes. We love you so much. Thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast. And uh, then also consider our merch store, which has really, really adorable designs from artist Jessica Miller, exclusive to our, our store. Also, we have lots of other stuff for the hearty and the hallmarky of your life. So definitely please check that out. The, the links will be in the description. So we are going to be posting a lot the next two weeks. There are going to be multiple days where we're going to have an interview and 
a recap in the same day. So this is going to be a very busy time. There's so many movies over the Thanksgiving week. So it's, it's going to be great. So make sure you're, you're following us, that you're uh, keeping up because it's going to be a smorgasbord of content. <laughs> seven, uh, seven movies to be exact. Yeah, yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus off network plus interviews it's gonna be really fun so definitely check that out and uh and thanks so much cammy you were a lifesaver today i really appreciate it <laughs> it was fun bye everybody <laughs> bye <laughs>